so April is Poetry Month. April's Poetry Month. And I was trying to think of a, in of a corollary. In the UK, in the US, but not in Australia. I'm so sorry. I'd love to hear Alice Allen on why mm. that is. She has no idea. They just no. had their first Poetry Month, and it, was, it, it wasn't it was A huge failure. <laughs> it, was yeah, a, it was kind of, it, it sounds like it was sort of a medium dud, but yeah. So I was trying to think of something similar to this in, in another art form, and I, and I couldn't. So it's Poetry Month. So um, in the morning when I shower, I put on NPR, and in Poetry Month means that at whatever time I happen to be showering every day, they, they read a, a poem. But instead of reading a published poem, they ask listeners to submit poetry. Oh, no, no. And so that means every day, a WNYC has a, a poem read. And it's, um, it's so terrible. I can't, <laughs> I can't explain how terrible it is. If the only goal were to make people hate poetry, it would be a huge success. But, you know, the, the, the deep-voiced announcer, you know, very genuinely and generously says, and as you know, April is Poetry Month, and come to us with a new poetry, we've decided that Geraldine from uh, Central Brooklyn has this to say. You know, and then Geraldine Brooklyn will give this long poem about how it's hard to dye her hair in the pandemic, and how her husband even called her a ratty-haired fishnet lady, and the kids laughed, and what don't I take care of this pandemic? I take care of myself and my children, and now you want me to take care of you, you know? And he's like, oh, ho, Geraldine from Central Brooklyn, with this day's poem of the... So I was thinking about how, if there's another art form that we are asked to engage with sort of amateur versions of with sincerity and respect. And I couldn't really think of one. Like, like there's, there's children singing, children sing sometimes like, and, and children are terrible at singing and children are terrible at painting and children are terrible at all the arts. And we have to see them per, do their art or the, the, the pottery or whatever. And we nod because they're children. But are there any examples you can think of, of a, amateur adults producing artwork that we are meant to approve of or applaud or take seriously or even be subjected to other than poetry. And I couldn't, n never does somebody say like, it's opera month. So Jimmy is gonna, from the bakery, he's gonna, gonna sing an aria or like it's, <laughs> Like, I can't, I, I don't even know what it's painting month. So we got, you know, Stacy over at HR to, to you know, paint. Worth, it would be, it would be, I, worse would be national baking month where like, right, right. Like Stacy right. from, from like right. the, the, the right. here's supply a scone. Store. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the scone. Yes, like it. She's never really, uh, no, she's never charged and there's no business, there's no experience making scones, but here it's, so I, I just got me thinking, I, is that a sign? What is that a sign of? It's a sign of, of I think disrespect towards poetry because there's the thought that like anyone can do it, but there's also this idea that like, but poetry is a public good or or like it doesn't matter how terrible it is, but we just like we could use some of it. Like I don't, I you know, think, like February was Black History Month, so right. they told a lot and of stories about black people and, and like that. And, then, and you know what you asked during Black History Month, and you said, why isn't there a White History Month? Why isn't that's what you no like what you're saying is like because because you know why Brian every month is National Prose Month right. that's why yeah no right. I mean right. I think right. yeah you're right. you're 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 right uh, the old like I think maybe the 
Sorry, I thought you were actually accusing me of no, yeah. saying the punchline <laughs> in the no, joke no. about why isn't there a white history right, month? Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I'm yeah. thinking like, could I have said that? It doesn't sound <laughs> like something I would have. I would have said. I I know the answer why there's right. not a white history a month. When quotation when would that. I have said that? I <laughs> right, but right. Uh, yeah, the I mean the the maybe not mitigating but complicating uh, question is that with poetry not only do like there's a weird kind of double um like double perception we have with poetry we're like on the one hand we hate it and we, and we think everybody it hates bad, it yeah. right right we think it's like boring and hard. Geraldine's poem is terrible and, I, right. and, and it's terrible that i have to have it imposed <laughs> upon me but then on the other right. hand we simultaneously think i don't get it like it's a little bit right think, which is which is why like people make the very tired but but like sadly apt comparisons to the the emperor's new clothes story um, yes. Like we do like, and that's part of what happens with National Poetry Month is we say, I guess we because we all agree that we hate it, but then we don't get it. We sort of, you know what, you know what National Poetry Month is like. You know what we treat poetry like. It's the way that those of us who grew up uh, in in a you know who didn't grow up in Manhattan uh, uh, treat religion, right? Like we tr- we have we feel like. I guess I'm going to go to church. I get like, I, I'm, you know, and I hate it and I find it boring. And I don't really get it. And I kind of think it's right. a joke, but no, Jews, I feel Jews obliged see that. to I mean, do this. Okay. Yeah. We, we, we Jews have that same relationship with religion. Even you, you, if we, were, you, if we you, grew up with, in Manhattan. You perceptively read my, uh, my reference to New York as a reference <laughs> to Judaism. <laughs> New York. That's all New York is. On, on this, on that's lyric. It's yeah. Yeah. No, we, uh, we folks, yeah, you when, when you did that feeling. different different sort of accents in America, and then you just did the Jew voice for twenty I minutes. I, do yeah, I, I don't know why I'm from the Upper East Side. I wear as my bagel and my cream cheese. I am so uh, poor, and I wanted to save my money, even though I control. It's like a baby Jew voice. I like, it's the lisp. I. Uh, yeah, no. So Jews feel that same way uh, yeah. about religion, but the 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 difference is is the it's not as though we have to go be Jewish a few times a year. So non-Jews come in and Mm -hmm. talk to us about Judaism or like, they just like get some Jew to, to talk to you. We do a little bit of that in the, like either in politics or in school, we do a little bit of the, like, like my daughter wearing a Kwanzaa crown and seeing, seeing like <laughs> Africa, Africa. Like, yeah. Well, all right, great, but yeah. okay. So no, my kid, my kid yeah. sang uh, the first fruit of Kwanzaa, which I'm pretty sure is a right. song that my school made up for the yeah for, the, for Kwanzaa. I I also think there are far more children in America. I guess that's not necessarily bad because there are probably far more children in America singing dreidel songs than there are Jews in America. Yeah. But I think order of magnitude, there's more time spent telling kids about Kwanzaa than anybody celebrating Kwanzaa yeah. in the United States. But that's probably not problematic. That's probably healthy. Yeah, no, I think it's fine. So, like, yeah. yeah, I think like, yeah, my kids do dreidel stuff. And yeah, like, I think that's all fine. Um, I think it's slightly sillier when we do it, when like presidents do it, you know, which right, they also right. do a little bit of, you know, right. they also do it like, we're all like, it was, I guess, Andrew. My Cohen Jewish friends like, are right. And yeah, l'chaim right. to, yeah, to you. Right. So, right. So, so that's a little bit silly. You do get a little bit of that on certain holidays, but. But the idea of interrupting the news for a poem <laughs> written by Jimmy is just like the the wackiest like you don't have stand up comedy month where just yeah. some guy is telling jokes i, I maybe i that sounds better than than right. poetry month 
Yeah, I mean, there, there, you could, I think there is a meaningful argument to make that, and I think like um, Champagne Sharks actually had some criticism of what they called Whack History Month. That I think like when you turn, when you turn what could otherwise be a serious, like, uh, topic of study into a news interrupting chore for everybody, right? Then right. like it's not doing anybody any favors. Uh, but yeah, I, I I don't think there's another, we don't, but I mean, I think just again, it, it, like my, my ongoing thesis that we don't, we increasingly talk about poetry in figurative terms. Like we, we don't, it's on its way to becoming a metaphorical art form. Um, so I, I think, yeah, it's, it's horrible and ridiculous. And I think the only reason that the only reason well, then, that then one question, poetry, yeah, please. Sorry, one question is. Why do you think the program director at NPR doesn't find 30 poets to come every day and to read an example of their work? Why do you think they call for listeners to submit poems for them to read every day? Uh, oh, I, mean, I think that's the most obvious thing in the world, right? Because, uh, because they don't give a shit about poetry and this is an opportunity for listener engagement. Okay. Like they don't want, right. first of all, like right. they don't want to go. Because the actual poetry doesn't matter. No, because the poetry the, doesn't matter. The poetry is entirely superfluous to the conversation. Yeah. Where it's NPR, poetry, our listeners, yeah. the kind of thing people want, like the poets. So yeah. in the same way that you have a call-in show where people say, I think the problem with our infrastructure is that there aren't enough uh, subway stations in my neighborhood where like yeah. you could just bring in the infrastructure expert. But there, there, there is that sort of engagement that makes listener-funded WNYC feel more one for its listeners. Yeah, that's yeah. the answer. And, and well, and but I think I think you actually make a reasonable comparison because you as you say like some guy on the street making a comment about the subway is not as useful as like the guy who runs the subway making a comment about the subway, but but we basically treat poems the way we treat opinions. Exactly. Exactly. Like, like you like if you could in 10 minutes create something that everybody would despite hating agree was an aria, then maybe we would have National Aria Month. Right. But like, everybody will say that poem sucks, and they'll say <laughs> I don't get it, and I hate poems, and re listening to that right. poem makes me hate poems even more. But nobody will say that is not a poem. Right.